Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 325. We're talking Can Tech Support Restaurant Mental Health, Workplaces Worth Working, episode number 12. We're going to be talking to uh, two iconic figures in our industry, uh, two individuals I look up to and hold in high esteem uh, that are coming in, in this from a little bit of different direction. We're going to talk low tech, high tech a little bit. Patrick Mulvaney of Mulvaney BNL and I Got Your Back Project out in Sacramento. And then also Jordan Bush, CEO of Seven Shifts, New York, Toronto, Saskatoon, and uh, somebody we've been collaborating with quite a bit. Mental health, you know how important that is because if we have strong mental health and we invest in that, in ourselves, in each other, in our team, in our companies, in our industry, we have so much upside potential. And we get caught in our own ways because we leave it all out on the field, so to speak. We give so much hospitality to guests, so often we don't leave anything for ourselves. We're very good at asking the questions to our guests to make sure that they have a phenomenal experience, yet sometimes we're, we're not able to ask those questions of ourselves, of each other. So that's what we're going to dig into. And uh, we so often, as a, as a chef, especially as a cook, I'm used to making things with my hands. I can't even talk without moving my hands around. And so technology sometimes is, is a little bit of a struggle because it's it's ethereal. It's these robots. It doesn't exist in the plane of reality that we're used to working in. And we recognize that it is time to understand that technology is here. It is an absolute asset. And we need to figure out how to utilize the skills, understanding, and knowledge that we have that are foundationally strengths and deploy them against things historically we've been weak at. And technology is one of those for the industry. And I am done babbling. I want to bring in Patrick now to uh, introduce himself. Patrick. Good to see you as always. Good morning. Nice to see you. Good All to right, be Patrick, here. Uh, for a little background for everybody, Mulvaney BNL, uh, I got your back. Uh, break it down for us a little bit. Uh, introduce yourself for those who uh, aren't familiar with you and your work. Uh, the BNL is in an 1893 firehouse. We're in the middle of the richest agricultural region in the world. So uh, we just changed the menu based on what the farmers bring in the front door and try and celebrate those farmers. And the restaurant celebrated its 15th anniversary uh, two months ago. Wow, congrats. That's yeah. multiple lifetimes in a restaurant. Yeah, that's 795 dog yeah. years. And um, and But about three years ago, we found in Sacramento, there's a big, we lost a lot of people to death by suicide early in 2018 and started talking about it as restaurateurs and chefs. What's our responsibility? How we contributed and how could we help? And And where was that going on? The community became really involved. All four major health groups came on board uh, and put together this program called I Got Your Back, which is, as you said, uh, so it, it, it's it's making sure that that the, oh, the leadership team supports a conversation about mental health, that you're providing peer uh, outlets for talking to people and that you're giving them resources. The top 
that's a change, right? We were ready as chefs and, and owners. The peer re- resources were already there, right? There's the waitress that everyone thinks of as mom, the crazy bartender, the big fuzzy cook who everyone's already talking to. So that was more of an introduction of utilizing someone in a different way. And then the resources came from the website that, that people built together. In order to keep it going, though, we did the low-tech thing, which is my wife said, the conversation needs to happen every day. It's a box, four colors. You have a picture. Drop in how you're feeling that day. And then uh, I'm that guy. <laughs> well, well, while your dog is barking, your technology, <laughs> I love that. We're talking high-tech, low-tech. Uh, uh, Sophie, pop up uh, the picture uh, from the last time we had you on of the box uh, great picture. I wanted the fuzzy picture, and for anybody who's just listening, uh, it very much is a is a shoebox arts and crafts with with four little faces: an angry face, a question mark face, a smiley face, different colors. And you would take the color of kind of your mood, where you're at that day, drop it in the box, and then and then and then we talk, about it, there. we talk about lineup, right? So then lineup, you say. Here's what's new. Here's what's out. Here's who's coming in. Jensen Cummings is coming in for dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Buff him out. Um, here's the temperature of the restaurant. Because everybody drops in when they go, when they check in, they drop in a colored tag. Nine happies, two neutrals, three angries. We have four people in the weeds, the blue color, right? The stressed out. What are we going to do to help us get through tonight, have a successful night? If you're one of the blue people, what can we do to help you in the weeds? And what are you going to learn from tonight to help others next time when you're not in the weeds? And that's it. And then the magic, the conversation really begins to happen when you're buffing glasses, pulling mats, making stock, um, getting ready. It's those in-between spaces where you now created the opportunity, permission yeah. uh, for those conversations to take place. Yeah, I can appreciate that. And again, it's it's this... We talk about mental health, me some plus a lot. Like, what are we good at? We're good at setting our stations. We're good at pre-shift. This very much feels like, okay, what are our features for the day? Are we tasting some new menu items? Are we tasting something that the sous chef is putting up uh, for a special tonight? What, uh, what's the w- new wine that we just got in? What are the low calls? What are the 86? What's the temperature of everybody's mood? It becomes very, very matter of fact in kind of this programmatic way that we approach going into a, a service, a busy service. And that allows it to sometimes not be so heavy without pushing it aside. And those are the two dynamics that are at play a lot. So I, I appreciate that. We'll dig into that a little bit. I want to bring in Jordan now to join us. Jordan Bush uh, with Seven Shifts. Jordan, good to see you. Hey there. All right. So Jordan, uh, tell us a little bit about Seven Shifts. Sorry. Uh, I'm already jumping ahead into the amazing conversation we're going to have. Tell us a little bit about Seven Shifts for anybody who's not familiar. Obviously, we've been collaborating through all of 2021 and uh, had you on quite a few times. But give us a little bit of background of you and Seven Shifts first. Yes, a little bit of background on me. Uh, Really quickly, I grew up working for my dad who ran some quick service restaurants and so did my grandparents. So naturally, I got got to work in them and and experience it firsthand and um, eventually tried to solve a pain point around just scheduling workers and trying to think that I could build something to help my dad solve that problem and, and build something really small that over time became seven shifts. And is, it's obviously a much bigger uh, company now, but that's, uh, that's kind of where, where that started. And, and in terms of where seven shifts focuses today, 
at our core, we're kind of a, a team management platform for the, the restaurant space. So scheduling and communication was really kind of at the core of what we built. And that, you know, this is not something that can just, uh, the schedule just can't be made in a vacuum. There's a lot of like collaboration that has to occur on both from both parties to actually make this happen. And then as we've evolved the product, we've established more of a vision around what we refer to as the employee life cycle. So everything from the moment a, a restaurant worker is hired to your team, they're onboarded, they're trained, they're scheduled using our core product, and then they're paid using a payroll company and they're effectively retained. And that's really the engage part until they either quit or are terminated. So we um, take less of like a, a strictly back of office type of approach to right. team management. We, we more so kind of try to balance the scales of ensuring that operators can still budget and hit their targets accordingly, but make sure their staff are getting the shifts they want in accordance with what the confines are of the business and making sure that there's open dialogue and communication happening within our platform and that there are no surprises. And um, so we, we've really taken kind of how, you know, a lot of aspects of how we run our business um, at, at seven shifts and how we value people and, and the culture here and, and try to really build a lot of those functions and, and, and learnings that we've had scaling up our company um, into um, other businesses like, like restaurants and ensuring that there's, um, there's a lot of those good behavioral traits that we're trying to match and, and kind of change at the same time. So, yeah. And you mentioned a growing company. I mean, big shout out, just saw that, uh, Danny Myers group put a, a, a serious investment into your series B. So now uh, you're going to have more opportunity to, to grow this thing, higher expectations, which I think you and your team are game for. What I'm fascinated in though, is the reason I've, uh, you know, we collaborate with seven shifts and not a lot of other tech companies is because so often tech companies are looking for this perfect technology solution and they don't recognize that it's how do we have the 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 server whose mom or the fuzzy cook all of that that patrick mentioned and utilize those abilities to communicate in the way that restaurant people communicate and deploy that with a technology solution that's actually a human solution and so that's been the fascinating part where too often it's this this forced measure of technology into a system of humans that are looking at and having a different experience and so that was fascinating the engage tool which i know you're still tweaking and learning about and evolving i was so fascinated and wanted to get the two of you together because patrick asked this question and and it has a very specific sequence how are you doing comma really and the comma really is where it's not the canned question that we're guilty of in hospitality something how is everything everything is fine canned questions get canned answers right the comma yeah. really and the comma really felt like that's where engage created an opportunity and the fact that you created engage and i'll let you tell everyone what it is based on seeing your father's ability to sit down and personally check in with his team how do you scale that through your lens of technology so tell us about the engage tool and i want to get into that a little bit as i think that's an extension of what patrick is doing to allow the technology to allow patrick to not get any more gray hair or lose any more hair and be able to not have to wear all the hats, right? I know Patrick would greatly appreciate that. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Engage tool. Um, I can't promise that it's gonna make you not lose hair. I mean, just working <laughs> in the restaurant industry is- True story. Enough said. Um, 
very, very, uh, very um, hardworking individuals in this industry. I have a, and, I have a high forehead. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and the, um, yeah, I mean, like we, thank you for the congrats around the series B, like, and, and having the support of Danny Meyer, like we all, we think very philosophically similar to Danny and how Danny thinks of his teams and, and restaurants. And so you guys are 51 percenters. I see it for sure. It makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, we we are like uh, through and through. I think um, even being where we're based, like Saskatoon, there's not a whole lot of tech companies here. There's not a lot of people that have done that thing before. So it's it's really like, can we recruit and, and can we recruit people that are incredible and show incredible passion and desire and and can learn quickly on their feet and and get them up to speed um, with the other the other part of what's required um, as it relates to training them on the tools, but that uh, that EQ part. Um, is, is really is really important um, in terms of the the, tr the, the engaged product this was really we saw a lot of products in the market that were basically just kind of like I said analytics back office stuff with like a bunch of charts that just show like sales numbers and like break it up into categories and like yep. man you can get yep. that on your POS like there's like how does that tell you Ultimately, you are a, you are a, a place of business that's employing people, and people are driving tremendous amount of value and have a larger impact than you probably think of over what you what you produce. And so, can we, you know, bring some of those indicators that we think are important to the forefront of the manager and help them monitor that not just the sales side of their business, but also you know, the people side, and and really it's not restaurant specific. This is all businesses should do this. Like it's a business employs humans and humans are complex folks. And we, we wanted to have something that whereby um, we can combine the feedback from employees of how they, they felt their shift went and also marrying it with some of the data that we know about, you know, what you said earlier, which is okay, so-and-so showed up on time and now they're always late and, 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 and looking at that paired with their shift feedback score and, and looking at it and saying, Oh, well, their shift feedback's been really negative lately. Maybe that is correlated to them not showing up. Maybe this is an opportune time to just say, how's it going? Pull that person aside and just have like a really, you know, disarming conversation about like, Hey, like, are, is everything okay? You know, similar to you know Patrick's Patrick's method in terms of, you know, how are you feeling, comma, really? I actually really love that, Patrick, by the way. I love the comma, really part. Yes, I may have to steal that from you. That's such a yeah. great idea to like, just like, hey, like, you know, let's tell me how you really feel. And so I think I think what we did is is like kind of, I think it's just scratching the surface. Um, and it's really trying to encourage managers in restaurants to just have that conversation with folks because the restaurant industry employs the highest number of teenagers out of any private industry in the U S there's a ton of first time managers that aren't really great um, at just keeping a pulse on their people. Like they're, this is their first time. Like maybe you can't blame them to some respect, but can we give them those extra nudges to be like, Hey, you know, Sally or John, like the, these folks are, are appearing disengaged and it's because of their feedback score has been low and also their attendance hasn't been all that great and they're giving away all their shifts and they don't normally do that. And that's kind of a flag in our system. You know, they might be out the door. They might have one of out the door, yep. but if you can have a conversation with them and, and maybe it's something as simple like, Oh, you know, my grandma's sick or my dog died. And, and, and maybe it's just having a very simple human conversation. 
we're not trying to, you know, use robots to manage. That's not really it. I'm, we're trying to use some like very high level indicators, to just have a very human conversation for an industry that is highly, highly human centric. It's we're in the relationship business, you know, and no relationship was ever built by a product or a service or a restaurant. Those just create the space, the opportunity, the consistency for like-minded people, people with similar tastes to be able to develop their relationship. It's always, it's, you know, they talk about the people business. Every business is the people business. We're uniquely in a relationship building business and that happens internally and externally. And so I, I really, really want to focus on that point. So Patrick, for you, I mean, as Jordan's talking, I'm like all the times that I wish I could have checked in with somebody. I just was only there 70 hours a week. So how could I check in with any, everybody, right? And so the the ability to have the technology just support us, just to throw a little a little blip out there to say, hey, I know you're on your 12th straight shift, but by the way, Rosa might need a little bit of a check-in. Rosa probably was that blue for the fifth straight day. So like, let's take a moment. I want you to reflect on that a little bit, Patrick, as the operator, you know, who's created this low tech solution, who, you know, could potentially be looking at a high tech solution. What would be the challenges that you're facing? Do we see opportunity for this? Can we give Jordan some insight further to kind of develop something like this? As, as he mentioned, just scratching the surface, just kind of wanted your feedback on this. Cause I thought you, you'd have a really good insight into this piece of technology. So, yeah, to the best part would be that here's a nudge, right? If you're looking at these analytics and it just pops in your mind and here's something that you're going to put, you're going to write down in your book, right? I mean, I mean, maybe young kids will do something else, but we all have moleskins in our pocket and write that down on our task list to check in with that person like that. That can be really valuable. It also can be a great tool because it'll take you out of your own head which I think is what gets in the way for lots of us most of the time is that you're right. This is the 12th shift. Yes, we're busy. I can fog and chicken didn't bring the chicken in today. And right. where's the, and the peaches are too hard. And yep. And your grandmother died. Like really dude, come on. Right. That's not, it's not the appropriate way. So that's, that's a great sense of the tool. And then the other challenge, the challenge I can see is, is learning, right? is that we've been, as we reopen after the pandemic, a lot of what we've been doing in changing policies and, and the way we operate has been teaching, right? And it's hard, it's, there's a couple of things for us. One, it's hard to remember what I don't know, right? I've been cooking for 35 years, so it's really difficult to teach someone how to do a beurre blanc and not be snarky when they break it. Because right. um, I'm thinking mostly like, how do you break that? And then two, so so not only how do you learn yourself, how do you create the environment where everybody learns, or actually more specifically for seven shifts, everybody buys in and adapts, right? Early on, and I got your back, because we had because we'd had all those people dying by suicide, there was a really window of opportunity for everyone to buy into mental health is important to talk about, and we're all messed up and we want help too. But the but how do you and and the box Bob and making the box meant that the conversation happened every day, and so there were a few people who were like, "Dude, that's way too Californian for me. You want to talk about feelings? I'm in the restaurant business. I make right. drinks." But those people, and within a couple of months, were the ones who came back and said, "You're not including me in those conversations." I said, "Yes, we are." And and then they said, "Well, I, I do this every day. 
I said, yes, I know, but you didn't want it. You didn't want to admit it. So that's cool, right? You're still, you might not be wearing the t-shirt, but you're still doing the work, right? Yeah. And so how do you get, how can you use your tool to get everyone into that conversation so that it becomes the mainstream conversation? So that hopefully I get to the point where I notice and have a conversation with Rosa that she's not doing well before looking at the app, I see that she's been late a few times or that her feedback is negative, right? And and it's never, Jensen, to your point, never going to be perfect. But if we can get close to better, right, then that's that's where it is. And how, how does everyone get involved so that everyone can help make us close to better? Mm-hmm. That adoption is key. You know, what's interesting about what you said is, is we do have to break down that stigma of the tough guy, tough gal mentality that we so often have in this industry. And our ability to adapt in the moment is a strength. It also means that we don't think long-term enough and our own long-term needs and support of each other, which I think is important. The, the other thing that's really key, and I think Jordan and what Seven Shifts is doing is important and, and what we're focused on a best serve is like the the meaningful and impactful conversations that Patrick, myself, our, our good friend, Hassel uh, Aviles from Not9to5.org have had are, are really impactful to kind of inspire and spark something. And then engage tool can create that comma so that you can ask the really, but it becomes like an SOP, right? Once you've learned it, you don't need to look at how to make a Burblanc anymore. It becomes intuitive. Yet we needed the recipe, we needed the engage tool to create that training so that the adoption of us making it a regular and matter of fact thing is super important. But none of those things can live in a vacuum. It's why we, we're taking, let's say, the, the box and I got your back. And we're also taking what we've learned from uh, mental health first aid and the connect program that Hassel has. And now we're bringing that and actually applying that into business models that Best Served is developing so that they actually have the tools and the resources and then bringing seven shifts into those projects so that they have the engaged tool, so that they have the thinking and inspiration, that they have the box, that they have the mental health first aid, and they have the engaged tool because all of those things, and it's on paper in their HR policies, these are the ways that we're going to make systemic change across the industry. So for me, I, I don't, there is no difference between, I got to bring this photo up again, because I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> um, amazing. Patrick I love this. With the box. That's my wife, who is brilliant, right? That's her idea. Brilliant. No words. So simple. And no words, right? Because for us, 30% are English as a second language, right? Mm. Maybe 40%. 10% mm-hmm. of us, their first language is neither English nor Spanish. Wow. Um, and so, but everyone understands a smiley face. Everyone understands that. And so for me, that's the thing. The box, low tech, engage tool, high tech, policy and procedures and training within the restaurants. There, there's no creating a prep list of here's what I got to do today. And I got to check in with Rosa and we got to talk about the box at pre-shift. To me, those things all can happen in the way that we are good within the industry of creating really complex systems to build relationships and ingenuity between people. So uh, that's what I'm trying to connect. Like we can't do all of this in this episode, uh, Jordan and and Patrick. And I I want to really want to connect the two of you because there's something, the comma, the engage tool being the comma and having the context of like the engage tool being an extension of your thinking 
that's where I think the magic is going to happen and what we're trying to accomplish, all of us, and doing it in our own ways and connecting those dots is going to be key. So I uh, kind of want to like leave it at that, but let each of you kind of take one more moment to kind of any hopes that you have coming out of this. But like, we're, I'm throwing down the gauntlet for the three of us and so many other thinkers and leaders and and, and individuals who are just trying to think and do differently. We have to do better. We have to be better in this industry. I think that's clear. Uh, we have a lot of work to do. And so this is conversations like this are only step one. So I'd be interested, Patrick, for you, kind of what are some hopes? Do, do you see the opportunity for technology become more a part of your process and, uh, and the opportunity of that? Is that interesting to you? Maybe take us out with your thoughts on on. Yeah, so I'm always optimistic, right? I'm always hopeful. You are an optimist that yeah. things can get better, and uh, yeah, after all this time, it 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 certainly helped it get me this far. But I think that that uh, if I if we look at tools and we look at anything as an opportunity, we'll take we'll take food from any farmer, right? And we'll take mm. help from anywhere we can get it, and having the technology certainly would make our lives easier and for us as leaders clear to uh see how it can help us specifically and the challenge then is to bring that confidence right you need the trust of your staff to see that these tools work so while i can see seven shifts as good for me to remind me to check in with rosa what i would hope is that everyone would embrace it so that the entire ecosystem everyone in our shop is looking for tracking and checking in on those signs and symptoms from everyone so that so that it makes the whole organism better right and that's our responsibility as leaders is to start from that frame say this is real and and help it not not push it down but help it filter down organically so that people embrace it and make make the world better and I'm pushing that even further. I want the bottom up mentality of uh, meritocracy. Restaurants have the massive opportunity to shift the rigid hierarchy we've been kind of stuck in for a long time. And my best lessons even today come from dishwashers, come from bussers, come from servers, because I think that they are living their own truth and reality. And sometimes uh, we romantically remember the good old days of when we were coming up in the industry and all these things and staying in the moment with them is so, so important. So I want to take that even further. And, you know, Unsung Hospitality Heroes is our, the whole reason we started this. So Patrick, I really appreciate that. Jordan, for you, what uh, I know, I know the way your brain works. You've got notes to take. You got, you're going to throw some things into one of your uh, quick team meetings and be like, Hey, new thought. What, uh, what thought I was bubble? taking notes. Was create? I know you. I know you. What thought bubbles were created today that we might be able to see uh, seven shifts extend as far as the engage tool or any of the other ways that you guys are looking to uh, to kind of activate for the industry? Yeah, I just think going a little bit like taking a step further, um, like Patrick alluded to, like not just kind of like the even at the end of your, not just at the end of your shift of shift of how you're doing, but like even prior to starting, like can we get a sense on you know on that and and how can we help that individual um, potentially prior to starting the shift you know i think that having those conversations prior and after are, are going to be important because it obviously affects that individual it affects the customers too right like you you definitely want to be able to have that gauge you definitely don't want to find out after the fact that every person that was working that day was just having a bad day prior to coming in um it just changes right so i think 
I think I'd, you know, I'd love to connect after Patrick, even just to kind of like learn a little bit from you a little bit more in terms of how you think about this stuff, because I think that it's really critical. Um, and it's, it's not, um, yeah, tech can only augment like great processes that are just done in person and, and through the people that you have and, and those types of learning. So um, I, 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 my goal is always to combine both of those realms to make something really, really great and impactful. I like that, Jordan. The beginning of the shift, sometimes the end of the shift could be too late from the human and emotional labor that goes into that on one aspect and also the financial burden. You, We know that that somebody's diminished mood is less dollars that the restaurant can generate both from top end and from efficiency in the bottom end. So being able to engage, being able to ask that question, how are you really in a multitude of ways at multiple points within their employee life cycle and within their day to day is going to be key. We yeah. got a lot of work to get to, to do gentlemen. We could talk for hours and hours. Sophie will make sure and connect Jordan and Patrick in the comments as always, so that you can get uh, access to these tools and resources because they're very, very important. And uh, thanks to both of you for this, for all the work we've gotten to do over the last months. Really appreciate every time that uh, talk to either of you. I'm inspired. And our team, they get a whole bunch of, we got to think about this. We got to think about that. So anytime uh, I get thinking and anybody in our industry gets thinking, it creates the opportunity for action. And I think that's what the two of you are all about. Uh, thank you so much for being on once again. And thanks right. to everybody in the industry who works with us, right? Sweet. And makes us, makes us yes. fulfill the dream. We appreciate you out there. Could not do it without the 100%. millions of those who commit to feeding their community. Uh, essential doesn't even begin to cover. We call them indispensable because they truly are everything. The reason that the three of us do what we do. So thanks to, to Patrick Mulvaney of Mulvaney BNL and I Got Your Back, as well as Jordan from Seven Shifts. Uh, we'll be checking in with you early and often. Both of you have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks. Excellent. Great meeting, we'll you, Patrick. See you. See you, Jensen. All right, everybody, that is it for today's episode. Once again, this was Best Served Podcast 325. Can tech support restaurant mental health? The answer is yes. There's details to figure out. And people like Patrick and Jordan, you know I am all about connecting people, bringing people together, bringing ideas. I am no longer an expert for this industry, even though I may know a lot. I have given up that title so that I can just hold space for great ideas, great people from all levels in every facet to be able to come to the forefront, to share their ideas, to share their experiences, to have real conversations, comma, really. I appreciate Patrick for that and Jordan as well. That is it. I hope all of you, you, millions of indispensables who tune into this, I'm so grateful to all of you. And I think, I hope that none of you are blue today. And if you are blue today, please check in with each other. It matters. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.